What's up, Tuna Cars? Welcome back to another episode of Tiffany Tune Up Podcast, in which I assume since you guys keep coming up back every week that you enjoy what you are partaking in. So thank you, thank you, and thank you. Um, today, I would like to introduce to you guys somebody who I've worked with professionally. We've worked together on some projects, and um, I think per this episode, uh, they are the most appropriate person to chime in on some of these topics. So um, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I'd like to introduce to you uh, Nash, a.k.a. Joe King, a.k.a. Double A. Lots of monikers, but I'll let him definitely introduce himself to you guys. I think you've done it. <laughs> it's a pleasure to be here. Uh, hello to the forums and our listeners alike. I appreciate you for coming on. Um, little background, so because <laughs> you know, I gotta, I gotta get my tunicorns together. Where these people, when I have guests, I need them to know, you know, where you coming from and who you are and what's our connection. So, um, musically, I work with Nash and um, was referred to him by someone. He was working on an album. And as I understand, it is coming up on or we are approaching or have passed the 10-year anniversary of said album called mm -hmm. I'm Dope. Indeed. Okay. So um, Nash was working on this album, and he needed a singer, um, writer, potentially, to come and be on a couple of the tracks. I was referred to him. And um, we linked up a couple times. He let me hear what he had. I took that. I'm not going to lie. I definitely did not get to the business of writing anything or recording anything or like really mulling over what you had given me. I listened to it hundreds of times. I did. I promise. I listened to it a lot because I wanted to... Um, the two songs, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, it was two songs, correct? Yep. Right. So I did. I wanted to make sure I knew what it was that you wanted from me and what you were saying in both of the songs so that whatever I did contribute was in alignment with what you had already put down. Um, and I definitely didn't want to disappoint you in that way. And I definitely didn't want to come with nothing that didn't go with the vibe that you already had going. Um, and so I took them. I listened to them. I wasn't giving Nash much feedback, y'all. I have to be really, really honest because I really didn't have no feedback to give him um, <laughs> because I hadn't started writing or doing anything with it. But I did confess this to Nash, and I guess now I got to confess it to him. Tunicorns. So this is me like publicly saying it aloud to him, to y'all, um, that I didn't really, really have anything to contribute toward the project <laughs> literally until the day of studio. Like before y'all start throwing y'all uh, horns at me um, uh -huh. and magical wings, listen, y'all, I promise 
my intentions were there. They were pure. My heart was in the right place and my creative mind was in the right place. However, I'm not going to lie. Like I did have a history. Again, this was like 10 years ago, y'all. I definitely had a history of going out, hitting the streets. I was hanging out. Um, probably had, the, I, I don't know, probably was going through a midlife crisis. Got up super, super early and sat with those songs and started straight jotting, just straight jotting, pen to paper, writing, um, going over what I wanted to contribute, what I thought would be a viable contribution. And thank the universe and the lucky stars. And when I got to the studio, what I had come up with, Nash was um, digging it per se, feeling it, I guess, um, because he didn't shoot it down out the sky. And um, I was really, really hoping that that's what transpired. So I just wanted to say, you know, I know that at that time and even 10 years ago, you know, me in the process of working on an EP, in the process of um, working on projects at, from a writer's point of view, not necessarily the artist, but understanding how important your project is, how passionate people are, you know, people who are serious or people who are really into um, what it is that they do um, are about their project, their baby, their thing. And so I probably gave you lots of anxiety <laughs> um, by actually not giving you anything when you were like, y'all Nash was coming to me like, yeah, you know what you got? Let me hear something. I'm like, oh, you know. It's, it'll be fine. Just, you know, give me a second and, you know, you'll see what I got when we get together because I had nothing. So I'm <laughs> grateful that the some things did come and that um, I was able to be a part of I'm Dope. And um, I think I'm, I'm Dope is streaming now. At one time it wasn't, but it is right now. We can find I'm Dope on Tidal. Um, where else can we find I'm Dope? Uh, iTunes, Spotify. Just uh, I'm dope, D O P E, and it should pop up. Double A D U B L E Y. Google okay. it; it'll pop up. All you gotta do is think it nowadays, and it'll pop up on Google. So, if you put hey, brother, be <laughs> for sure. So, definitely glad to have you on the show. Um, and you are definitely somebody I trust in all things and all conversations. Uh, not musically, but specifically hip-hop. So, you know, I got a couple things that I want to discuss, and I even got a, a topic for you to discuss later on with Tiffany's Two Cents, so I hope you're ready for that as well. Ooh. So my That's listeners scary. are ready. Not scary. It's not scary. Um, <laughs> I think I think you got it, but, um, you know, no, getting back to the... I feel, like I feel like I'm back in HP. That sounds scary. That sounds. Uh, here you go. Listen, Highland Park, y'all be representing hard for y'all place, for your city. But, you know, I mean, you know, Detroit, I'm not, I'm not going to pit us against each other, you know, neighboring cities or whatever, you know. I, I'm, I'm going to let you have that one. I'm going to let you have that one before I go hard um, for the 313. But uh, <laughs> let's get into it. So a couple things going on in hip-hop. Couple things happening here. Um, first thing I want to address uh, ASAP Rocky, let's get into it. Uh, recently in the headlines, he has been detained. He was in. So he was 
wound up getting into an altercation with some guys um, just randomly on the street, probably some dudes looking for clout. And um, that ended him in Sweden prison. And um, at this time, he's currently still in. Um, and from what the reports are saying, the different blogs are saying he is in solitary confinement. But in that solitary confinement, the conditions are poor, the eating conditions, the living conditions, the um, conditions in which he can care for himself are poor. And a lot of people are feeling like he is unjustly uh, being held, but not only unjustly being held, but they are advocating for his release. Now, the controversy behind that is there are some celebrities or what some people would consider celebrities, media outlets who have voiced their opinions about him being locked up. And some people are on the side of advocacy per se. And then there are some people who are like, well, the universe has met you where you stood because mm. we can remember ASAP Rocky, uh, a while back made some comments about Ferguson and some of the unjust treatment that was going on, um, the killings that were going on by police brutality. Um, and so he got interviewed by, uh, you know, a news outlet and they asked him his ideas or his thoughts on Ferguson and basically about being a black activist or what he had to say about the situation mm. to that he responded. And I'm paraphrasing cause I don't have the, paragraph up in front of me but i've read it several hundred times and he basically said <laughs> he basically said you know i'm an artist that doesn't affect me um i'm not concerned with that just because i'm black i have to be you know a politician or political i live in soho all i care is about bitches and i want to rap about lean and none of this concerns me and that's paraphrasing but literally some of those words he actually said, especially the Soho bitches in Lean Park. Um, um, one of the uh, one of my favorite podcasts I listen to the read one half of the read. Uh, Crystal West, she is a host on the show. She made a comment basically saying she doesn't feel sorry for him being detained because of the comments that he made in regards to not really really um, essentially not giving a fuck about what's going on in Ferguson or the plight of black people um, as it comes to police brutality because just because he's black doesn't mean he has to be an activist and all he wants to do is fuck on bitches mm. and get money. Mm. Um, and one Joe Button had something to say in response to Crystal West's comments and that was he definitely called her a bum uh he said that her comments were nasty he accused her of being fake pro-black or only being pro-black when it aligns with her ideas mm. and that she should not have said some of the things that she said because he doesn't deserve to be in the position he's in now here's my thoughts and nash i would definitely love <laughs> to get your thoughts my thoughts on on him being detained, on what Crystal said, and what Joe Budden said about what Crystal said. <laughs> as far as uh, ASAP Rocky being detained, if he's being detained under deplorable conditions, I don't wish that on anybody. I don't think it's fair. I don't think it's right. I think if they have to run their investigation or whatever it is, I know from what I know right now, they're watching tape, they're trying to figure out what's going on, blah, blah, blah. But 
to hold somebody in conditions in which are less than humane. I mean, we're talking about hip hop now, but we see that going on with our unfortunate ass number 45 administration um, mm. that is uh, occupying unneeded space in the White House um, who are detaining children against their will, sending families across the border. They're in deplorable conditions. Um, so I really low-key, high-key fuck ASAP on that note because we got bigger fish to fry. But <laughs> since we're speaking about it, you know what I'm saying? Like when you get out, when you do get out, because from what I heard, he is looking at possibly six years. But after those six years, let's just say he gets held, which I doubt it. Um, for those six years. When you get out, guess what? You can go your ass right back to Soho. Um, so I'm I'm definitely a little more concerned about the, the children at our border who are being detained and, and treated so unfairly. That's a that's a, a topic for another discussion. So it's kinda when I talk about this, I'm talking about it because it's it's definitely in the media and you know I'm a music head, so it's worth mentioning, but it's not a top priority. Um, but so for me, when I hear Crystal say, you know, basically fuck him and, you know, good luck to you, but I'm not advocating for you to get out based on the fact that you don't give a fuck about your fellow man, um, especially a black fellow man. Um, with Joe Button, I think his comments were a little harsh um, mm -hmm. toward Crystal. I think he was doing the most, but... Also, he is a Virgo. Also, she is a Virgo. Um, also, I am a Virgo. So sometimes our petty can be very petty, even when we're not tr intentionally trying to like go for the jugular. Sometimes it's a defense mechanism. And I'm, you know, Virgos don't get mad at me for putting y'all out there, but y'all already know. So you're really <laughs> not mad. You're really not mad. So, um, those are my thoughts. I think Joe could have chilled a little bit on Homegirl. I think she, I get where she's coming from, basically saying, I mean, in, in my opinion, you really can't afford, I don't consider myself a activist per se. Um, I, I am an advocate. Um, I do believe in taking a stance and having a voice. I do things in, in creative ways. I have ways that I am, you know, protesting or fighting against uh you know mentioned uh a shirt shirt line that i'm coming out with and one of those things um in protest against our nasty ass administration um concerning you know the the treatment of women and, or the legislation trying to go forth um in regards to our reproductive system that men still to this day know little to nothing about um, and so I have my own creative ways of advocating, um, but I wouldn't necessarily consider myself a political force per se. Um, however, I can still empathize and sympathize with my fellow African-American man. In fact, I don't think I can afford not to because at any moment it could be at my doorstep. It could be my brother. It could be my dad. It has been, you know, people close to me. So I can't afford to turn a blind eye and say shit like, I live in a la-la land in which none of this affects me. So I understand where Crystal is coming from. Joe Budden, I feel like he could have chilled a little bit on that. And as far as ASAP's current state, of course, you know, I hope they run the tape. I hope they do whatever they can to make sure that justice is 
serve whatever way that may be. But of course, I do not think that he deserves to be treated um, inhumane. But again, I do also believe that you got to eat your words sometimes. So a whole family lost their son to some bullshit, a father, um, you know, and not just in Ferguson, but you know, that's an ongoing thing. Unfortunately, again, with the administration we have in place, people are more bold and emboldened and brazen than ever. Um, in our, I would say in our generation, and we're seeing it like upfront, close and personal. And so sometimes when you say ignorant shit, it has a way of biting you in the ass and saying you don't give a fuck or you're not a po politician. Um, and even really went on to say, quote, who am I, Al Sharpton, which I think is funny as fuck now because he literally is calling upon Al Sharpton <laughs> to help him out of the situation. Um, yeah, sometimes the mirror will get held up to your face. So what are your thoughts? Well, I'll start off with uh, the universe has never lied. They say the internet has defeated the universe. <laughs> uh, you know, you can't you simply can't come from the hood, make a few dollars, and then say that. I'm only concerned with perpetuating foolishness, things that set the culture back, the plight of the next man. Forget just, you know, black man, the next man, period. Like, you speak out against what you what you see. That's, that's just like we're all, that's the one unifying thing is we're, we're, has to be uh, civil to society, meaning we are like in our like life, love, and pursuit of happiness. You know what I mean? I get my spot, you get your spot. We do good. There's a set of laws we treat <laughs> like so. When you you say I don't care nothing about that, and then you find yourself in the position where even if if he's back in the states right now, he posts a bond, he's out of jail. A lot of time for Joe Schmo, who's gonna lose his job on some trumped up charges. You know what I mean? He missing, he missing money, but it's starting a campaign for him. And the people that are campaigning for him, uh, you know, Big Bill and all the artists that are stepping up and saying they're trying to be more active nowadays. And it's good for record sales. It's good for publicity and stuff like that, but. Say that I don't care nothing about the plight of the next man because I'm fucking bitches living in Beverly Hills. Uh, you know, you don't wish bad on nobody, but find yourself in them situations like you speak, you speak on others what you had them do unto you or have done unto you. Right. So, you know what I mean? If you don't care about the next man's injustice, like, you likely will be the first person hollering help. And uh, I, I, I understand from the video that he was actually recording the guys that were pursuing him. He was asking them, like, hey, man, I don't want to go to jail. I'm not trying to get in no trouble. Uh, stop following me. They, and these guys were belligerent. Like, uh, I was I was looking at the Breakfast Club and they were talking about how they were saying that these guys were they were they were aggressive to to ASAP and his uh people that he was with 
and to even other, you know, people, pedestrians or what have you, walking the street, grabbing females that like they were unruly to begin with. And so probably if it wasn't ASAP and his crew, they probably would have been fighting somebody else. So the fact that that situation can go to he's been detained two weeks and then we're going to detain him two more weeks and we're not going to let him speak to, you know, his American embassy and, uh, you know, they're just now finally, they're looking at maybe 10 years. He's looking at 10 years. I don't know who else is arrested with him, but, you know, they say he's looking at like 10 years or something like that, or six years. And uh, it just goes to show that you know, justice isn't going to be equal for us, so we got to continue to speak out on, on on changing the system, just not here, but worldwide, because, you know, other artists have experienced uh, these sorts of injustices, so. Right, like Yasin Bey, or for y'all who don't know him as that, uh, most deaf. Um, right. And I remember, you know, when that went down, I don't even remember quite how old I was, or what happened in that situation. I just remember everybody, like you could feel like the whole hip hop community, like um, praying and like really advocating and like really trying to get that man out. I think that situation is what made him change his name to Yasin Bey um, yeah. after he did that. And so I just remember people being very nervous about his plight and like people really, really like fighting the good fight to get him out and I was like always a fan but like definitely definitely happy and I talked about this in another episode to see him on the stage with the roots like when he performed uh Umi or my Umi says and he was like every time he said I want my people to be free like you could see his spirit from his body like I think that situation changed him forever so I definitely agree with you it, it's you can't afford to be a brown person in this life on this planet and ignore the plight. Like you said, it really of anybody, but especially people of your color, especially people of your background, like because the injustices are coming and they can't come to your doorstep. And in his case, they did. So there's that. And I appreciate your uh, commentary on it. Next uh, fuckery up uh, in hip hop is... (laughs) Uh, the one and only uh, Jermaine Dupree, aka Mr. So So Deaf, um, recently so, found himself so 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 ignorant. Um, some of his comments he made regarding the females in the rap game. Currently, he had an interview with People Magazine, and they asked him. Who was his favorite artist, uh, female artist currently? And he went on to tell them that he didn't have one. And mm. furthermore, not only did he not have one, but the reason why he didn't have one is because they all rap about the same thing. And um, it sounds like a bunch of strippers rapping is what he said. And that they're rapping about the same thing. And I just was like, ooh, this is not going to turn out good for you, sir. Um, Based on the number of women rappers that are currently dominating, killing, and crushing the charts. Um, And so quickly after that interview aired, of course, um, most of those artists, women, 
rappers got wind of said interview and a lot of them took to social media to voice their opinion about how trash his comments were. Now, I would definitely have to say, I'm going to let you have the floor on this first and then I'll back you since I had the floor first on the last um, situation that I brought up to Yeah, that's what we'll call it, a situation. We got... <laughs> so, I, what do you feel about his comments about, you know, him saying all the female rappers that are out right now are all rapping about the same thing and it sounds like it's a bunch of strippers rapping and he doesn't have a favorite for that reason or he really not feeling nobody right now for that reason. Well, before I put my man card up, I'll say this. He's actually not far from the truth if not head on. Now, that's why I'll stop agreeing with him because my my conscience says that he promoting something. He's uh right trying to 50 cent us. He's trying to do something, <laughs> out, you know, something outrageous, outlandish to get his name popping. Well, it's not just 50 cents. A lot of people that do it, but he's famous for it. Like, here, let me throw some foolishness out. There's a lot of Talented artists killing the game. Um, the the top of the charts are dominated by females right now. Uh, a lot of the spins definitely. I know what's playing in the hood. <laughs> Megan Stallion. She she she's probably up on some walls. She's you know what I mean. She built like a stripper. I honestly, quite honestly, thought she was a like honestly like. The, the information I heard was that she was a stripper that started rapping and she was going to college. I was like, oh, man. One of the strippers finally went to college. <laughs> and, uh, a lot of strippers that go to college. You just don't personally know none of them. Yeah, I'm a lot of to pay their way through college, but I digress. Constantly. Okay. So, but really, my real point is that it's like he he knows talent. He knows talented female. There's no doubt he's part of uh, the Bratz career and and uh, uh, you know so so deaf is legendary. All right, what is he promoting right now? Is what I keep asking myself because uh, females are killing a game that are not talking about you know their body, their sexual uh, extravagances and whatnot. And you got some who are, um, they're dominating the charts. And the thing, the, the issues I have is that uh, JD, uh, it sounds like you're searching for relevance. Um, you're stating obvious facts that don't improve, like the point that you made. Like they ask you if uh, who's your favorite rapper right now? Who you who you think? Is on you know is on top of the game. That does. There's a legion of females that are killing the game lyrically, and uh, or just with songs and 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 things that don't exemplify sex. And the ones that are are handling their business. <laughs> they handling their business. They working. Uh, a lot of them still are talented. Megan, 
talented. Cards are talented. Whether they write, they don't write, they're talented at what they do. So to try to discredit that based on gender, it just, it just screams uh, societal, uh, you know, outcasting and second-class citizen, which is never good. I think I agree, and I think in a moment, I think what J.D. was, he took a moment that he could have used, especially with him being such a curator in the hip hop or uh, having playing a role, having a, a, a nice contribution to the hip hop game by discovering such acts as the Brad, helping cultivate careers, more R&B careers. He definitely got an ear for um, music in that way, but definitely had his hand in some of the most memorable uh, crisscross, you know, oh. acts that came out. And I think instead of, he really could have took this opportunity um, to big up the women, right? Women are doing so much now. Women are uh, in Congress, like doing it more than ever, especially women of color. Um, we just really out here making strides. Um, sheesh, the Ava DuVernay's of the world out here making pieces like, you know, when they see us. And like, it's just, it, there's a huge wave, ride the wave. And when I say ride the wave, I don't mean like, no fake ass support. I mean, it's happening whether you want it to happen or not. It's happening whether you support it or not. And I think he missed an opportunity to say, you know what? It's a, he even if he would have said it's a lot of ladies dominating right now. I really can't pick a favorite. I don't have a favorite, but keep doing your thing, ladies. Or you know what I'm saying? Like y'all, y'all out here dominating. You know, I remember when the brat came out. Yada yada yada. Like he really could have put a, a different spin on that. And then I come to find out, which I think is hilarious, that apparently now, after he got drugged, um, he wants to do a, a female cipher um, and wants, you know, to put that on or host that. And for me, nobody cares, J.D. We don't give a fuck at this point because of, you know, the way you kind of came at that. Um, I would love to see one of the OGs, the women, maybe Queen Latifah, maybe Maybe Ro Roxanne Shante, maybe Angie Martinez, maybe one of the OGs, if they want to put on a female cipher, absolutely. JD, we don't care. Um, your comments kind of kind of put you in a light that, like you said, it makes me wonder too, like what you about to come out with? What kind of project are you trying to create Buzz? I mean, clearly you lost Janet, so you can't use her for Buzz anymore. She's not the light of your life. Um, anymore you kind of dropped that ball fumbled that not sure how you did it um, but you did so <laughs> that being said I think one of the part that also baffle or the parts that baffle me about some of his comments men have been rapping about the same shit for years okay mm. men have been rapping about drugs hoes money they cars uh other niggas in rap beefing for years and have dominated the charts. I don't understand other than you being a ball-headed ass hater, what's the difference between dudes doing it and women? And for me, being a woman, I do think it's a thing where men feel intimidated. Men are feeling confused. Men don't know how to accept the women who are currently dominating the charts. Talking about 
having the narrative of, you know what, maybe I was a stripper, fuck, maybe I wasn't, maybe I'm just sexy as fuck, and I can spit bars, and I'm going to use that to my advantage, because I know, historically, women can use their sexuality in a way that men cannot, or men have not figured out how to, <laughs> but there are some men. They get invisible credit. They get invisible credit. It's they get automatic. You, you put a woman on a corner with a sign saying she's selling slaps in the face. If she dressed the right way, she going to make a kill on that day. Sure, uh, sure. And if you do the same with a dude, it's not happening. But historically, and men kind of set it up to be this way, and then they mad about it. But okay, um, women... You know what, though? Look, you know why? Why? Because I'm at the basketball court. You like sports? No, you don't like sports. Come on now, listen. I'm at the basketball court. I went 10 games in a row. I'm on top of the world. A team roll up with two girls on the squad, and I lose twice in a row. I'm taking my basketball. I'm going home. I'm crying foul. I'm hurt. My pride is gone. Women are, have turned the table as far as sales, as far as, and they're working together. Yes. I used to working together at the level that they're working together now. They're, they're working together and they're controlling the charts. They're controlling the conversations. They're controlling the features. Now it's like you want to, you want you want a feature from from Megan Thee Stallion. You want right. you want a feature from Cash Doll. You want a right. feature from Cardi B. If you're lucky, you get a feature from Cardi B, and you get your hit song. If you're lucky, and I think that's the thing. I think the narrative has been for so long. As a woman rapper, if I want to get on, is who I'm sleeping with or who I know or who you know. What I'm saying it wasn't that I grind, I grinded to get here. Like I put, I I actually have bars. Or if I don't have bars, somebody wrote this for me. But my delivery is fucking impeccable. You can't take that away. Plus, you can't take my personality. You can't take nothing away from me in that regard. And have turned that around and made it a career. And like you said, the Megans of the world who have come out and said, yo, not only am I here, but because they're, the camaraderie in female hip hop has kind of been up and down. You know, there are times where you saw a lot of unity in it and that was kind of back in the day. Then there were times where you seen it's okay for women to be chart topping as long as there's only like two of them and as long no. as they reach out with each other. No, that's going to be one. Right, well, okay, fair. Um, but now it's you're seeing where um, these ladies are coming out and saying, yo, clap, clap, clap. Yo, listen, you dope. Would you want to collaborate? Like, and I do feel like if they can, if they take that momentum and ride that shit out, this can be the norm. Like, it wouldn't be such a, um, such an uncommon or a unicorn thing. If if the women take this and say, you know what, y'all, we got this shit in the bag. Let's not let this go. Let's not, not let this momentum go and kind of reach down and pull each other up. I definitely think this shit can be the norm. And it's not taken away from the guys. It really is not taken away from the guys. If anything, it should be challenging them to come harder, go better, respect these ladies, do the features, pay them what the fuck they are worth, 
pay them what the fuck y'all are getting paid, respect their bars, give them their time, give them their features, humble your fucking selves, ask these ladies to be on their projects, because at this point, it would behoove you to do so. You will look like a big fucking hater. True. Not supporting these women in this time, especially the ones that's dope. And of course, there are so many more that are not getting the recognition to me or the the same um, lights uh, shined on them because they are not rapping about sex or using their sexuality. But in my book and in my thoughts, I, you know, when you growing up, um, especially whatever you want to consider a wholesome woman, whatever the fuck that means, or when people have, I'm saying, whatever that means, because that's so subjective, um, people, especially repressed women, um, women who have been repressed by men, men who have um, made women believe that sexuality is only for men, it's not for women, we can't enjoy sex, we shouldn't like sex, we are here to procreate um, and make the bacon and shit. I feel like it. Y'all can like it it's just when the men in society say y'all can like it or want y'all to like it. That part. Um, but in, in that regard, um, when women are taking back their things saying, nah, nigga, I, I like hair too. Uh, nah, I like money too. Uh, in some cases, huh, I like bitches too. Also, I will take your bitch. Like, like nah. women are really out here saying the thing. And meaning that shit and, and bossing the fuck up. And I just think a lot of them are backing it up. So for me, um, I don't see the problem. And for Jermaine Dupree to kind of perpetuate that type of negativity in a, in a moment where he could have been much more positive, he could have been much more, um, exactly. you know, supportive. He decided to say some fuck shit. So I definitely agree. He probably got some shit in the background. It probably was that cipher and that shit probably gonna work against him. Loki, I literally wouldn't be surprised if everybody, every woman artist currently ignored him and did their own cipher like fuck you, sir. Um, and, and, it, and that wouldn't do nothing but make my heart smile. So that being said, out of some of the I know we keep harping on the Megs and the Cardis and the Nikkis of the world right now, but who are uh, some of the artists that maybe we haven't mentioned, uh, female rap artists that are some of your faves. You mentioned Cash Doll, and you know, for yes. me, definitely got to throw her in there because, first of all, Detroit. <laughs> and um, I mean, she I think she got what it takes to contend with the best of her. I think she always has. I definitely would like to see her reach a little bit more of the success level that some of the other ladies seem to have reached. A little quicker than her. I, I don't know. And I can't say that because I, I know that Meg has been in the game for a while doing her mixtapes. I know, you know, you see Cardi on Love and Hip Hop where she was trying to get her career popping and people didn't really believe in her or they was half believing in her, fake believing in her, and she popped off anyway. Um, I feel like Cash Doll has been in the game for a long time. And for whatever reason, she's just like not really in that that level of cracking the, the ceiling or cracking that glass ceiling like everybody else. And I really, really, really couldn't put my finger on what it might be, but I know she has the talent to do so. Um, so I'm really rooting for her in that regards. Um, Tierra Weck is one of my favorites. Um, yes. Mills recently said like she was one of the dopest females ever. I know a lot of people don't really consider Lizzo a rapper, but she is. She's just a little different in her way, but she definitely is still considered a rapper um, who just happens to bust out a flute every now and then and twerk while she's 
feel me? Anybody who can rap, twerk, sing while they playing the food, I, I can't be mad at that. I cannot be mad at that. And this body, and it's body positive, and, and you know what I'm saying. I I love all those things about her. So, what are some women rappers right now? Um, that are out that you feel are done. I mean, you know, we can't leave out the legends, obviously. Missy Elliott, I mean, Lawrence Hill. I could go back and back and back, but if we're talking about current right now, like who who is on your playlist like right now? Right, like first of all, shout to Lady of Rage and the Brad and and, and Missy and Lauren Hill That's and Queen Latifah. Yeah. Like all of the just straight up undeniable legends that show diversity, that show skill, lyricism, which I'm always an advocate for. Shout to them. But I start as far as the new wave, new age. Uh, I, I'll say Cash Dial definitely, Detroit. I think that because she's, you know, Detroit versus everybody. It's always harder when you're from Detroit for some reason. She was from L.A. or Atlanta. She'd be killing the game. She's still, she's still putting out music with Big Sean, uh, somebody who's a, a platinum artist, multi-platinum artist, Wayne. Like she got hits out here, Days Low. Uh, she ain't got rap no more, I don't even think. <laughs> Tink. <laughs> Uh, no name. Uh, just repping, repping real music. Uh, I'm a fan of lyrics. I'm a fan of if you're gonna talk that freaky talk, like talk it different. Like we take it back to the music that we did together. Had down low. Perfect example, y'all. She had me stonewall for a week. It was Grammy week. She told y'all. <laughs> Hush, man. It was Grammy week, man. I was just out here, man. I was out here living, man. And this is my baby, and I was. It was crunch time. I'm I'm bringing the full circle for the people. Uh, I was. I, I had two projects. Heart is they baby. I'm sure it was, but I delivered, and that's what matters, man. I delivered. I'm just saying, like my favorite, like you. One of my current favorite dope artists. I know you're working on an EP, and I've been waiting on Nas joint for just a throwback Nas. Probably ain't gonna be no new songs because I'm a fan of Nas. I've been waiting on it, and you are a female artist, and I'm waiting on that EP. Appreciate you. I'm gonna be fired just because I know you're a dope writer. Like, you came through 11th hour and just delivered two just dope classics for me. Uh, Appreciate you. Uh, just, you know, you told the people, I don't think they felt how <laughs> nervous I was. You ever, you ever, uh, text somebody or message somebody a paragraph and they send you like, okay, the little okay symbol. They don't even say okay. They just send you the thumbs up. Okay. I, and let me say, all, 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 all my friends, all my friends who know me in real life, like if we talking through text or like if we on Messenger and you send me a thumbs up, I'm about to send you a paragraph about why don't send me that shit no more. I don't know what the fuck it is about a thumbs up that make me so heated. It's just like, 
It seemed rude as fuck, even when somebody not trying to be rude. And I know sometimes people will throw that thumbs up out there just because it's like simple and it's right there and it's easy. So people just hit you with the, okay, cool. And it's not that they're trying to be rude, but I don't know what the fuck it is about that thumbs up that be having me like, yo, say something. No, say okay, say K, but that thumbs up be taking me out the game. But it wasn't that I was shooting you a thumbs up, man. It was just like, I knew I didn't have nothing for you in that moment, but I knew I would have it for you when it when it was time to deliver, and I did. I did. So, listen, shouts to you. Uh, I, I like you. You you definitely had something for me, and you delivered. I didn't know like how you were you were presented to me. Uh, I was Black. like, but continue. This works like okay. Uh, this is right on time. The timing is right. So let me see what, you know. And I always, it was like, I point like, man, listen, this song here. And it was one of them, like like you said, this would eventually, I was like, the beat hit me. That's how I write. Like, I, I let the beat hit me. Sometimes the beat, like, there's something about that beat, I'll write to it later. But when the beat hit me, I like to listen to the beat. I like to feel it. And then when I do, I like to. Like for my songs to flow, even if it's a concept, it'll flow. So these were two of the most, probably some of the more important songs on my project. I'm dope. Y'all can stream it on title right now. <laughs> uh, that that I was trying to knock out Eleventh Hour, and she was like, "Okay." <laughs> I was like, "So." You know, this is what I'm trying to go with. I'm being metaphorical. I'm talking. I'm I'm trying to talk double entendres. And it's like, okay. <laughs> I don't remember being that nonchalant, but okay. 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 So I didn't know. Like, I didn't know. Should I scrap the whole project, y'all? And Dramatic. She, you know, she came with it, so... She's definitely like at the top of the artist that I'm, I'm rooting for, and that I feel like it's just dope writers, whether they're actresses, whether they're portraying them in a role, which is what Cardi B does, which is you know they're playing a role. It's an art form, and they're they're winning at it. And men gotta just let go of that. I run the world. You know, we know women run the world. Like they we just ought to be glad they give us our crown and let us be king. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Did I just hear, did I just hear your man card fall on the floor? Did you just say no, me and no women run the world? Listen, but I'm gonna put it when I pick it up, here you can have it. I'm gonna put my crown on because a king gonna always big up a queen. The king gonna always represent a queen and stand by a queen. And the fact that JD can say some stuff like that and not have a queen who he even if you're you like that's so so deaf like you guys we talked about him having an ear for music and a and a and a and a legacy in music. So how is it you're not around any dope female artist that you can say? I don't care if she never sold a record. He ain't just he found crisscross at the mall. Like he ain't, he ain't been shopping now. He, you know, you got to be able to pick up queens. So shout out to all the queens. We appreciate it. We, we, 
appreciate it. I speak on behalf of all the female rappers. I do not consider myself one low key. You better be glad, low. I was gonna hit you. I ain't gonna lie. I was gonna hit you with a beat in the background, and we was gonna have a free <laughs> battle. But I'm gonna go ahead and spare you that. I don't know. I don't know. If you hear a beat playing, you might as well just get ready. I, I might, I might hit you. But we'll see. We'll see how the spirit leads throughout the podcast. So that that's definitely my take on it as well. I feel like. He missed the opportunity to say something great about not only the people from his era, because if we be clear, um, the the women from his era in that time, um, the people before him, they were actually rapping about sex. All the female rappers prior rapped about sex is just the way they did it. And they might not have been as naked doing it or as blatant doing it, but they definitely were still talking about you know, sexual things, sexual lyrics, uh, salt and pepper, um, mm. just so so many different. Uh, what a man, you know, like all those songs, all those iconic songs, definitely talking about men, definitely talking about their sexuality, definitely talking about what they was doing, what they wasn't doing, what they expected from a man, what they wanted, um, and what you know, all of that. So this is not nothing new. It's just the way it's being presented now. I think women are. Really not giving a fuck, right? In a good way, though. They really like being themselves, expressing themselves, saying to themselves, look, I can be a sex symbol, but that's not all I am. But that is a part of who I am, and you're going to respect it because I'm about to come in here with these bars. I'm about to shut shit down. I'm about to top the charts, and you ain't going to do shit about it. But support me or get the fuck out of my way. Period. I feel like that's another shirt. Support me or get the fuck out of my way. Let's let's. Like, look, the, remind me of that later. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna run this show back. <laughs> it remind me of that shit later. Um, so those are my thoughts on that. Um, and I appreciate your thoughts on that as well. Now, here's the fun part. Are we ready? Of course we are. Um, if you want to take a moment to pick your man card up off the floor, um, yeah, let me get that. <laughs> um, one of my homegirls from Detroit, uh, by way of. Texas now shout out to my girl Jessica she uh showed me I think I shared a video on social media and in that video <laughs> there was a man um really it was him talking to himself but he was like portraying himself and like his homeboy but it was really him talking to him playing both roles and um basically what he was doing was going back and forth talking about a female he was dating but then trying to play retarded or stupid or aloof uh to the scenario that he created with this woman. So basically he were like he was like, you know, yeah, I ain't do nothing but take her on a a, a week cruise and you know what I'm saying? I ain't do nothing but rotate her tires and you know, take her to meet my mama. I don't even know why she acting like she my woman though. Like we not together, yo. You know, I ain't do nothing but help her, you know, change the oil in her car and like help her redecorate <laughs> and take her to our key. But we ain't together. Like, why is she tripping? Like, I ain't do nothing but put her in a missionary hold and like put her in a mission lock. But I mean, we I'm she definitely not my woman. And I'm cracking up watching the video. And so my homegirl Jessica is like, yo, you need to talk about this on the show. Why is it? So this question is directed to you, the only man on the phone, as far as I know, because you're not big brother. Um <laughs> the this question is directed. Exactly. Straight towards you, straight towards you. Um, why is it that y'all play extra dumb when it comes to situations in which you might be 
what we you would consider casually dating or casually oh, kicking it with somebody, but y'all will do things that maybe might be considered a little more than a casual date or a casual friend or like we just slapping skins and then be extra confused when the woman starts to start feeling or have feelings for you or starts to take an interest in you beyond, okay, we just slapping skins and going to get popcorn every now and then. Why do men act baffled when they do that? And then a the woman starts to have an attraction beyond the initial connection, which was probably sex or y'all was just hanging out. Of course, it probably turned into sex. And now all of a sudden you confuse why she in quotation marks clingy or want to talk to you all the time or want to see you all the time um, based on the way you was treating her. Like, why do y'all act like this is some oblivious <laughs> or like some made up or some we just crazy shit when y'all really be setting the narrative up for us to like you beyond whatever it was going on based on your actions. I, like Because I've encountered it several times and different people, my girlfriends, dudes will be acting real brand new when you start to take a hold or when you start to like them or when you start to gain feelings. The whole time they've been, you know, introducing you to the squad and taking you out of town and, um, perfect example uh had a guy friend male friend and i'm gonna let you get into it um he was a bachelor if a bachelor was a bachelor he um uh, we hung out like in this little type group of friends and in this group a lot of times we would have kickbacks and a lot of the kickbacks would occur at his house because um he just had the space like he just had a, a nice space a big space to host all these people um so he would barbecue we would all come through and he would invite Every damn near every time a different woman. <laughs> damn near every time it was a different woman coming through, sliding through. Um, and we was cool with it because, like, uh, again, we were all his friends. So the women in the crew, we weren't thinking shit of it. We was like, here go another one, another one bites the dust. Like, to the point where we wouldn't even learn names. Like, we would just be like, oh, hey, girl. Like, well, we would be very welcoming because none of us would. We already knew what it was. Um, and so we would just welcome all the ladies or every time he brought somebody new around, like it wasn't like we never mentioned any of the other girls. We never was like, oh, like we that was a tight crew. I will say until we disbanded, we definitely had each other's backs. Like we definitely were like, you know, loyal to one another in that way. And so it was never like, oh, another one. Oh, who is this? What happened to old girl from last week? Like It was just like, oh, hey, girl. Like we just kind of went with it because we knew what it was. But he would be taking these women out of town. I'm talking about to dinner, dinners. I ain't talking about to like Applebee's. I'm talking about real places and real and real things. And so um, he would do these things. But in his mind, that was just like, okay, that's the way I date. That's just who I am. That's a part of my personality. Um, I would say on top of that, he got, had a couple of the check boxes or whatever y'all do say, or, you know, women, how we have our boxes um, in which, we look for in a mate, you know, he had some of the typical, um, and for me, you know, kids are, aren't a crutch to me. So that is, is, the boxes are different for everybody, especially in our day and age. That's a whole nother, I have to have you on a whole mm. nother show for that. But if we, we talking about 30 and up dating pool, um, in his case though, he didn't have kids. He had a good career. He had a place. He was charismatic. He was a decent looking guy. So all these things that women generally look for, he had them. He could carry a conversation. You could take him to the trap house. You could probably take him to the White House. He knew how to dress. Like So he had a lot of the points that a woman would be like, okay, this is somebody that I would 
take around my friends, take to my mama, take to my daddy or whoever, whoever. Um, and so a lot of times these women would fall for him in a way and he would literally be confused and baffled as to why women was having Mexican standoffs in his house. Like we would be chilling and like we would stay late as hell because that's just how we party. We would just be up. Everybody would be there late as hell. We would be getting drunk. And we will all be trying to get ourselves together, you know, to go home safely. And we could be there lingering like a mud and we start filing out one by one. And you would see like maybe one or two chicks. I'm talking about literally cleaning up nothing, cleaning up air, picking up lint off the walls, like just to see which one of them was going to leave first and who was going to be the one that got to spend the night. Like you could literally, it got funnier and funnier every time. And I would just be like, what is going on here? Like you, and I don't know if they didn't know we could see it, but we definitely could see it. And so, just want to know. Please tell us, ladies, why? Why do y'all do things like that, and then be baffled when a woman want that time or want to have that connection or have started having a connection, and y'all act like it just came out of the blue? Like, please let us know. Mm. Did you just snatch my man card out my pocket? I mean, I will give it back pending your answers. Okay. Let me okay. Let me just say this. Some of us men are scumbags. <laughs> sure. Okay. Okay. Sure. Let's start there. Some of us are scumbags, and some of us have. Continue with the scumbags. Yeah, we're we're scumbags. So we've 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 discovered that if you can get her to catch feelings, you've caught the tail. And others operate like that's just what we do. Like we meet dope chicks. We we. We have a way of reacting when we see a dope chick or speaking with a dope chick or we're dating a dope chick and we get those unique ones or we get, we taught to like really treat all of them like great. You know what I mean? Like, so I might be taking you out somewhere nice. If I like to eat nice, you dope. We're going to go out to eat nice. We're going to, you might chill at the house and eat some Fritos or we might go out. You know what I mean? We might go do some things that you might not be used to. Like, not that you've always dated the scum of the earth, but it's watch just. Yourself, watch yourself. <laughs> that's not, okay. Just some of us like to, you know, that's just what we do. That automatic is nothing that we're trying to do on purpose, but they check off the boxes and it's a lot of, lot of women out here not getting some boxes checked literally and figuratively as I'm speaking, uh, they're not getting the boxes checked. And so if you come through and you check three boxes off the top of, uh, does he have ambition? Uh, does he not smell like the alley? Uh, you know what I mean? And just anything else 
It's like you've checked off three boxes where you can get a second date. And you get that second date through no fault of your own because you just being you and you say, oh, shit, she on her best behavior. <laughs> Let's rock again. You go out again and boom. Nine times out of ten, you don't hit on that second date in today's climate. Now it's, man, how did this happen with the last guy? Because I know she held out for a while. Like, it took two months to get that second date. But on that second date, I smashed. Okay. All right. Three months ago, I sent three dick pics out, and all three of them came back red and answered. Like, I knocked all three of them down. <laughs> so the pool is such that you have easy women, and you got good women competing with easy women. So my question to you is <laughs> when a when a man or when a when a guy does these things, even if it's just in your natural nature, to uh it's in your natural nature to woo a woman or like just your dating style per se is kind of like a sweep you off your feet dating style, or maybe you don't think that's a sweep you off your feet move. Like, like you said, you like to eat at nice places or you like to go to nice places. So when you go date, that's not really a thought or afterthought It's just something you just automatically do. Cause these are things you like to do in places you like to go, but now you just want taking a woman or want the presence of a woman while you're trying to get to know her. Um, again, the question is given that type of, um, treatment or let's say you giving those type of vibes and you know a lady is feeling it why do y'all act confused when a, a woman starts to show you or gives you that interest or starts to be like oh you know this is a little bit more than not what I expected he must like me beyond this like I don't understand the confusion on the male side well some of it might be they're not ready to accept that next advancement of because again, as as many scumbags as you run across, you run across some good dudes. Uh you run across some good females and the men not ready for that all the time because they're just not used to meeting that uh that that female that accepts what it is that that he doing. And say, hey, let's go to the next level. You like next level? Oh, <laughs> like I didn't do nothing. Like, like we went out, we walked the dogs. <laughs> you know what I mean? We ate lunch on the patio. I gave the Henny D. You talking about meet my parents? Why? Okay. <laughs> um, I guess. With that being said, what what I what I gather you're saying is a lot of times what a guy or his dating style um, in the getting to know you process in his mind, he might just be doing 
I don't know what somebody might consider the bare minimum or he might just be doing what he sees fit to be a nice date or uh, treating a woman. Your friend, your friend, your partner, whatever. Like, like you said, he's the women that he's encounter. Y'all seeing it and it's like y'all see he picking them up and dropping them off but at the same time he going the extra mile. That's just, you know what I mean? Y'all, you know, y'all seeing somebody who who is taking trips. A lot of cats ain't taking trips. So it's not like he is not, he's not somebody who you should be ashamed of or wanting to take that that next step with. But a right. lot of times females see the writing on the wall with the wrong dudes and still pursue them. Or okay. they jump out the boat before they got the fishing in that. Like, so fishing rod and all, five fish, two loaves of bread and all. Um, I guess as a final cap off um, because what I can say is for me and, and maybe I'm speaking for other women as well um, when you're dating sometimes it's not as transparent as we would like it to be um, sometimes you don't see immediately what it is that you wish you could see immediately and so sometimes you feel like you've wasted your time or you don't want to waste your time you don't want nobody's wasting your time and you don't want to waste anybody else's time um and so you wish that you could see certain things a little quicker than normally they are displayed to you and that's usually because people are showing up with their representatives and not really putting it out there what they really want um, and kind of tiptoeing through the tulips, as they say, to get to whatever it is that they're looking for. So, all that being said, props like, definitely, like, a lot of men are putting out false pretenses trying to get sex, and there's too many of them winning. I think a lot of them are perpetrating or going after the things that that they know that women want to see or appreciate in a man. And they can only keep their front up for so long, though, ladies. It's like a little bit more patience, block a few more DMs, just kind of make sure that this is really, really who you want to get yourself to, be it your time, be it your your moment of passion, because ain't nothing wrong with that. Like we spoke about with the female artists, like, it's a time where y'all are rediscovering a uh, a sense of power, a sense of 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 control of who you who you all are, and y'all allowed to have that. But it's just like in y'all pursuit of that, just make sure, like, just take just take that extra little. There's nothing wrong with, like, if he that one, trust me, because you have a tough conversation with him or you judge him a little bit more harshly. I don't think it's no no harm in that, ladies. I think I agree. I think um, sometimes in the dating, and again, I hate to keep throwing that age group because I'm not sure, you know, 
the entire age base of <laughs> uh, my listeners and my followers, but I know a lot of people that do listen to my show are in the late 20s, mid-30s range. Um, I, everybody who listens, I appreciate you for sure. So anybody in that range, late 20s going up, um, any and even younger than that, you know, 18 and up and all of that, I think when you are at a place where you are trying to have something genuine, or let's say you start off with saying, okay, we just going to go with the flow. We're going to see what it is. And in that going with the flow, this man is kind of showing you a little bit more than what you would consider going with the flow. And it's easy for you to get caught up in that kind of gone with the wind um, atmosphere, that kind of, whimsical feeling like yeah and especially if you hadn't felt that feeling in a while or you kind of isolated yourself or let's say you just gave this person a True. chance and now you like well this feels really really good this must be something good you know i waited i've been doing my self-work i've been doing my yoga my pilates i've uh -huh. been eating my pineapples i've been doing all the things so this must be the universe sending me what it is that i've been doing all this self-work Toward you know me getting myself together, um, me not jumping from relationship to relationship, and so sometimes mm. we'll find ourselves in a in a position in which we feel like this is our good thing coming, when really it just might be another casual situation or another dating situation, which is nothing wrong with that. But I think it's easy to get swept up when somebody is kind of showing you you know, a really good time versus I'm not really showing you a good time. Like I'm actually trying to court you and get to know you. So um, I think what I'm getting from you is from the man's point of view, hold out a little longer, wait a little longer, give it a few more minutes um, before you decide this person is the one based on a couple of good times that y'all had. F-A-X, facts. <laughs> well, ladies, okay. I don't I think I think Nash braved the storm on that. I think uh, don't hey listen, that are uh, you you might I'm gonna hold on your to your man card like until the absolute end. Like until <laughs> to the absolute end of the show. But um I think dating in general now is just tough. <laughs> it's tough. I think, you know, like I said, that main question, I appreciate you for, you know, giving us uh, your uncandid, your candid, I'm sorry, opinion um, on it. I just think in general, in this day and age, with social media, with so much accessibility to, you know, different people, different apps, different sites, the courting process is so different. It's so open, especially for us 80s babies where we mm. kind of in an era where we got we were some of the first generations really getting introduced to all this technology, but now technology is like full steam ahead and it's not slowing down. And so we're stuck in between when people did have to court us, take us out, meet our mamas, come to the door not blow their horn, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like they yeah. actually have to put the effort in and now also being a part of the generation where you can hook up through an app and y'all can meet and that be that. And so the struggle is real. All I can say, all I can say is to you ladies, keep the faith, keep the hope. 
Um, fellas too, because I'm not saying, you know, it, it's just bad out here for the ladies. I just think ladies are outnumbered um, in terms of their being available, um, non, I'm not going to say non-baggage because we all got baggage, but I think the odds are stacked against the ladies <laughs> in the day in the um, for just many, many reasons. So with that being said, guard your heart. If he smell good, if he look good, I think I think the biggest takeaway is don't don't try to take the bare minimum things or things that should be things that we don't check off as boxes, but these should be expected things. Like we should expect somebody to have good hygiene. We should expect somebody caring about being groomed. We should expect um just the bare like things you expect for yourself things that you put out there for yourself that should also be something that you just know should come a part of the package it shouldn't be a checked box that he knows how to tie his shoes or he opens your door just like the little things i think if we expand our scope of the check boxes um that would help a lot in the long run in getting duped or um, I would say courted catfish because that's 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 kind of what <laughs> that's kind of what it is. Like, you feel like somebody trying to make you wifey, and really they just enjoy being in your company. Y'all having a good time, and then you taking it for a little more than what it is. So um, I would just say though to counter that, and for my ladies, back to like the original beginning of the conversation, fellas, stop doing all that. Uh, sending her lunch and all that bullshit and then being confused when she telling all her homegirls about you and and she talking about how great you are and how you you know what i'm saying looked out for her like don't be confused when she starts to kind of like you because i think on that flip side yes there are certain things we need to watch out for but also be fair fellas like i feel like be fair like if you dating a girl and you feel it getting serious because y'all know too y'all see the writing on the wall Y'all see the signs too. And you know somebody started to feeling you a little bit more than what you anticipated. Pump them damn brakes. Like, because I, I what it is is, and, and you ain't y'all ain't gonna want to hear this, fellas. Don't care. Um nobody wants to turn down attention because you are and nobody wants to make somebody dim whatever affection or whatever attention they start throwing their way because they like it. Let's be real. People want that. People want that attention. People want that type of um, care. People want that type of affection. And so it's hard for a dude to see a woman starting to latch on, even if he know he's not ready for what she's ready for. So let's say, for example, y'all dating, you doing what you consider just regular degular, whatever you doing, she's considering, oh, this is good, or I ain't never had a man do this, or I like when he does this, or this is a little bit more in the bare minimum. Now she's giving you little by little more than what she said she was going to give you, or like as the weeks go by, she might have been like, I ain't cooking for that nigga, he ain't my man, next thing you know, she inviting you over for dinner. Like, you know that it's starting to get serious in her mind, even if she's not saying it, you know, based on her actions and the way she's treating you and the levels, because we all know it's levels to this shit. You know what I'm saying? So the levels of access, just like in a video game, every level you get to, every board you beat, every situation, every monster you conquer, it takes you to a new level. So every nice thing that you do, every 
gesture you do that might seem like something that's a little more beyond the small gesture, she's going to in turn give you a little bit more of her, let you see a little bit more of her, um, divulge a little bit more to you. And if you see it going that way and you know you don't have no intention of being with that woman in that way, y'all going to have to find some maturity within yourselves to say, you know, look, I'm really enjoying the time we're spending together. I'm really feeling you. I'm really digging you. Like revisit the plan. Like revisit what you said. Say, it, don't be afraid to say, you know, I just want to make sure that we still both on the same page or we still both on board or, you know, we still both have the same intentions because I'm going to tell you this. If a woman is digging you, number one, she's going to appreciate you saying that. Oh, and number two, she's not going to stop doing the things. Like she already done let herself there. Now she might be a little bit like, oh, let me chill, like to herself because you're reaffirming, yo, I don't want this. Now, it really, to be fair, she's going to do one or two things. She's going to hear you. She's going to take that for face value and she's going to adjust or she's going to hear you. She's going to hear, oh, he's not ready for to move on to the next level. I kind of am. And she might stop fucking with you. But like you said, you don't already send 50 dick pics to somebody else. So you might as well move on, ease on down the road um, and, and get over it. And I think selfishness plays a factor in there. I think people don't like to admit that, but nobody really wants to give up somebody treating them well or like giving them granting them access to them more than what they had blase flee um because they like it and it is what it is but i think women yes y'all have to we have to be cautious about taking the bare minimum and turning it into what is not and men y'all have to be cautious and reaffirming you know where you stand and, mm -hmm. and what for and where you're at in that process and if you feel a woman trust me it's going to benefit you more than it's not by being straightforward and saying you know I feel like we've been having a good time you know I really enjoy you I just want to make sure that everything is on the up and up with us like we both still agree that what it is is what it is it's nothing wrong with saying that and nothing wrong with keeping things in check in that way and I think it'll work out for both parties so you know what? This has been an amazing show. It's been amazing talking to you. Um, y'all heard the man. Y'all go check out I'm Dope on most major streaming platforms. Your girl is on there as a writer and as a performer. It was yeah. 10 years so don't, don't come for me because I didn't send for you. <laughs> uh, but it's great work to me. It's a timeless piece. It's classic work. Um, not only is Nash an artist, but Nash also has uh, a business in which if you guys need, what do you do? T-shirts, you do mugs, you do paraphernalia. Um, what is the name of your business and where can people find you? Well, we have a, well, I don't know, I believe you've mentioned it on the podcast before. Uh, we got a dope collaboration in the works. Uh, we've got dope collaborations between us already. Uh, you want to just, y'all listen and y'all want to get a dope collaboration together as far as uh, an idea you got for a t-shirt or a memory that you want to uh, preserve or or enhance as far as a photo. Mm -hmm. I do mugs. I do just a whole multitude of things. Check me out on Nash T-shirts and more. Hey, Facebook.com 
uh, Nash T-shirts and more. Instagram, that's N-A-S-H-T-E-E-S-H-I-R-T-S and more. And just check it out. You can see there's a little bit of our work. Inbox me. Uh, hit up on Tiffany Tune-Up. <laughs> Say you want to reach out and we'll get together and we'll we'll make something happen. Yeah, if you have any difficulty, which I don't think my tuna carnival will, but if you have any difficulty finding um, that business or finding I'm Dope on the streaming platforms, um, hit me up, T-I-F-F-A-N-Y-T-U-N-E-U-P at gmail.com. That's the email for the show, TiffanyTuneUp at gmail.com. Also, TiffanyTuneUp on Instagram if you want to uh, send me a direct message if you have any questions, comments, concerns. If you want any advice and you want to remain anonymous, let me know so. I'll give you a dope-ass fake name. Um, <laughs> if you have any, um, just anything, y'all know what it is every week. I leave uh, that information for you guys to hit me up. Don't be afraid. Um, I appreciate you coming on, Nash. I appreciate you giving me that chance back in the day and uh, <laughs> trusting me with your vision. And, um, you know, hopefully we could collab in the future. Um, that would be dope as well. And um, wishing you the best in your future endeavors and any projects that you have coming up. Thank you. I uh, appreciate that. I appreciate it. Man, I appreciate you having me, and uh, I'm looking forward to just working with you in the future. Uh, stay dope, and just appreciate the podcast. For sure, and we definitely thank you for having on. Uh, be on our podcast, and Tuna Corns, we will see you next week. Peace. Okay, Tuna Corns, so... Here's a bonus clip for the episode. I did not tell Nash that I was doing this, so it's also a bonus clip for him. Um, so y'all done went down a rabbit hole as we were recording. I done found I'm Dope Volume 2. <laughs> Again, it's on all streaming platforms, most major streaming platforms. Um, I'm Dope Volume 2 came out in 2010, so... I'm cracking up, y'all, because this is nostalgia at its finest. Um, 13 songs on the joint. So one of my favorite songs on the joint that I actually happen to contribute to is called Head Down Low. I'm going to definitely give y'all a preview of it right now. And y'all go check it out when y'all get a chance. It's I'm Dope Volume 2 uh, by Doubly, a.k.a. Above Average. If you look uh, for it under the major streaming apps, it's definitely going to say Doubly. So Y'all enjoy Hat Down Low featuring your girl, Tiffany Chanel, writing and singing on the joint. I was leaving from the palace, lost to the magic. Feeling kind of mad when I bumped into this badge. Real pretty face, small frame like a stratus. Baby, what's your name? Damn, baby, what's your status? She's sick in the right places, clinging to the fabric. I'm thinking we can make a break away from this madness. So how about the steak and shake and maybe we can cap this conversation off with a steak at the Radisson and any weather race. Kind of low like my head is my name above average. 
I'm playing this a habit. I'm a haymaker, hop into the sack like a rabbit. You gotta bend it over first, let me hit it backwards. Take it to the mattress, fill you with this passion. Fill it when you trouble, make you wanna hit it faster. But nah, I can wait a minute, I can make a lasting impression. With sex and baby, I'm nasty. When you talk, sweet, real sweet, head down low. I'm feeling you, you feeling me, so baby, let's go. Get a hotel, sweet, if you a freak, let me know. And that was head down low, <laughs> a portion of it. Um, I love y'all, Tunicorns. Nash, don't kill me. I'll see y'all next week.